Hello, this is Psychic Gary Spivey, and welcome to my weekly podcast, Tapping In with Gary Spivey. These are some interesting calls from radio listeners I got this week. Over the years, I've had people tell me, I was healed by listening to you on the radio. You explained to this lady how to solve her problem, and I realized, wow, that was mine too. And we can solve our problems by listening to other people get their problems solved. Well, I think it works that way, so I hope you enjoy the podcast. All right, we got Robert over here on line 10. Robert, what is your question for Gary Spivey? You're on the air on Psychic Tuesday. I need commentary on uh, something that happened in meditation for me. Um, okay, sure. I saw sure. God pull a very huge chain out from inside my body, and it was attached to a huge hunk of steel like cement. And right. as a result of that, he gave me, and I heard the word amulet, and I had to look it up because I didn't know what it meant. And he gave me this right. coin that I found out was a talisman and a scepter. Can you tell me what those are and what that means with the uh, with the chain and the cement? Okay. Well, the, many times when I get rid of dark energies on people, they will have uh, chains and dark chains and dark. It looks like concrete. You know, like their feet is like their their feet is kind of in concrete, and this is just to, to anchor you down. And so there's, there was a tremendous dark energy uh, anchor on you, and by your by you meditating, reading my book, and using your spiritual gifts, that got rid of that anchor. So this will mean something rather than being anchored down and stuck, you will be able to soar and get through whatever problems you had. And they won't be a problem anymore. And as far as the amulet goes, the amulet is a is a special gift uh, that brings luck and prosperity. The the scepter that you got is a staff that will light your path, and that's what that is. You can use it to mop out the dark energy in your head. You hold it in your hand. It looks like the thing the Statue of Liberty carries, basically, like the torch the Statue of Liberty carries, and it has blue jewels on it. Yours does, blue and gold. And I can see it in detail. And then you just use it to mop out the dark energy in your head. You hold it in your hand, and you use it to mop the darkness out of your body and also mm -hmm. to light your path with. And that's what okay. those – you'll get spiritual gifts like this. You'll get different spiritual gifts. You can always ask them what's the gift for, and they'll explain to you how to use it. Now, the disc is the talisman, and that's what I mop my head with to clear up my head? You use the uh, staff the, the, you know, to, mop, to mop out the darkness in your, in your head or in your okay. body or in your heart. Yes, or other people. You can actually use this to clear everybody's energy. See, I'm clearing your energy right now with, with the one that I have. It's the same gift. And see, there we go. See how your sinuses even opened right then? You feel hot in your head? Yeah, and, I'm not, and I was a little dizzy. I haven't eaten anything, so I was a little dizzy, and now my head doesn't feel as dizzy. But once I felt that chain come out, and then, then he took out these long string, you know those paper doll cutouts? There's a long yeah, yeah, string. Yeah, that's obsessive-compulsive demons, right. Horrible, man. I mean, then he yanked those out, and I was just – then we went for a walk, and I didn't want to – and then Ganesh, and I didn't want to leave. And uh, next thing you know, it's two hours. But I recommend everybody do a reading, get a book. you got to do this, man. I mean, don't ask about if your boyfriend's going to leave you. you got a ton of crap walking around with you. He'll get rid of it, and he'll teach you how to do it. I, I, you're, you're, uh, you're heaven sent, man. You're great. Love you. Philip, you live right here in Fort Myers? Yeah. Did you go to the workshop? No, I, I couldn't. I was working that day, but I did a reading a week before. And let me tell you something. My mother did this, and she's, she is soaring. 
I can't tell you of the wonderful things that are happening. And I sent my mother the book. I sent her an MP3 player to do the downloads, the videos, I mean the, uh, the meditations. And I, I, I've been looking my whole life. I have never, ever, ever came across anything as wonderful as this. And you are a truly blessed soul, and I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Well, thank you very much for calling in. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, bye bye. Well, All you right. know, it's, well, it's hard to believe. It's hard to believe a book can do can do that for you too. But this book really is a magical book. I had to, I had to, with all of my contacts in Hollywood and all of my, I mean, I read for Daniel Steele, the, one of the most famous authors in the world, and Jackie Collins, who is too, and, and all these other people. And, and I know I have all these agents and contacts, and I had to publish my book to, in order for it not to be edited. And so, so this is a magical book. And if you read this book, Secrets from God, Your Keys to Heaven, it really will un- unlock whatever's messing with you. And right. so uh, it works like that. Yamada, what's in your house? Okay, well, this is a problem. We just we moved recently out of a house that was really, uh, I guess you would say was uh, taunted. Um, I, me and my daughters would see little kids running around. Um, it was a brand new house, too. It was in Mountain's Edge. Um, uh, in my room, um, there was it's almost like we felt like there was a portal and there were spirits coming in and out because it'd be a time where I'd go into a deep sleep and I'd wake up and I could see little kids and stuff. I could see it even deeper, like more... You know, stuff like that. So, anyways, uh, the girls sometimes would be asleep, but I have two girls, and they would uh, wake up screaming and crying because, um, you know, and my kids are big. They're about thir- one's 13, the other one's 17. And it happened, to, you know, two different times, and you can, she said that they, they said they could almost feel like somebody's sitting on their chest and holding them down, and they tried to wake up, and they couldn't get up. So it happened twice. Once that happened, and then it happened to me also. I said, we're getting out of this house. And, you know, it almost felt like it was, there's a bunch of different spirits in there. There was a man that was um, in the garage. There was kids running around. And you can, you can, we could see these things, um, you know. Um, and we almost felt like there was, like, some kind of demon in there. So, you know, we, we, we moved out. We came into an apartment, and we got some relief. Uh, within the last month that we've been here, I almost feel like I brought something with me. Uh, this new person that I'm starting to see uh, went um, went through that at the same time that I did. We we both fell asleep and we both were like, um, I guess, would you call the outer body experience? I, that's what I would think because it, it really scares me when I go through that and I try to fight it. And he was trying to fight it at the same time. So my thing is, is um, since I moved into this house, I moved into this apartment, my luck has just been really bad. And I mean, you could see spirits. My daughter, my older daughter, is very negative. Won't come out of bed. I, I can see what this is. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Um, this will be one of the most bizarre answers I've, I've ever told anyone. Um, and uh, I've only seen this one other time. And all of me reading, all the people, thousands and thousands and thousands of people I've read in my mm-hmm. life. Uh-huh. I remember I, I almost could not figure you out. I couldn't. I almost couldn't figure this out because it was so difficult. Um, you know, um, in some way you have managed to have you have an earthbound spirit that is attached to you, that has a tremendous amount of other earthbound spirits that's attached to it, and uh, this all came from um, an abortion clinic. And so you have all these aborted spirits of, of these children that did not uh, grow, develop, become people, and their their tang- their spirits and their their little souls are tangled up, and uh-huh. and this has caused this negative vortex around you, and that's the reason you see you're seeing all these children of what they would be and could be and should be, and, and you know this is it's really. 
Um, I mean, I could talk for, for 10 hours, and, and uh, it's one of the, you're, when I started tapping into this, I, I had a tear even run down my cheek uh -huh. from, from the different energies here. So this is a real, it's kind of crazy, and somehow you ended up with this. Did you, I, I hate to ask you on the air, but did you ever have an abortion? Yes. I need to help you get this spirit released, and all these other things will go away. Is that okay? Yeah, this is affecting my kids more than anything, and I lost my job after 13 years. Okay, well, all that, all that, all that, all that, okay. Let, let me just fix this problem. No, first you. things first. Yeah, here's your problem. Let me fix your problem, and all these other things will just evaporate. Uh, and here we go, and I see this earthbound spirit, and, and uh, it's hanging on. I believe it's a little girl, and she's just hanging on to your leg, and then there it goes, and there it goes, and there she goes. Okay, I want you to tell her it's okay to go and tell her you love her. It's okay to go, I know. There she goes. Uh, it sounds bizarre, but I see about 900 spirits flying along with her. Everybody will feel warm if you tap, tap into this energy. It's a warm feeling and a very teary feeling at the same time. Uh, these spirits were all tangled up. They didn't go oh to the God. light, and now, and now there we are. And through you, they've ended up going to the light, so I guess they knew what they were doing. They managed to find their way, so here we are, and there they go. Feel how warm everybody's hands are getting? Mm -hmm. Anybody that taps into this will feel this, and it's like very, very powerful because it's very healing. My legs are numb. And your, your household will straighten out now. There it goes, and there it went. It's all gone. There we are. Okay, honey. Thanks, Yamada. Yeah, you know what? Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Samantha, I'm reading your email here, and it just kind of breaks my heart to hear about this. Thanks for calling the show, Samantha. You doing okay? Yeah, I'm doing okay. Okay. Samantha lost her fiancé, Andrew. Tell me about the last time you saw Andrew. Yep, dropped him off at the airport, gave him a hug, helped him with his bags, sent him on his way, thinking, can't wait till you get back yep. on Sunday. And he just didn't come back. He's on his way from the airport in Fresno to his buddy's house, and what happens? Um, he was T-boned by another car. The ambulance made it there, and he made it in the ambulance, but he didn't make it to the hospital. How do you find out about what happened with Andrew? Yep, they called his parents first, and then um, his parents actually came to the house, mm. sat me down on the couch, and told me what had happened. And, and you got to know, I mean, when they come to the house and they sit you down, it's like, oh, you know, it's it's a horrible news. So that was in October. Tell me a little bit about Andrew. I mean, you were in love, you were engaged, and he was on his way to a pretty meaningful, successful life. Yeah, he had just actually graduated from, with an engineering degree. He had gotten a job offer right before he left for California. Mm -hmm. It was just going to be a really exciting time for us. Like I said, we were engaged. And How far along were the wedding plans at this point? It was about six more months until our wedding. I've been trying to move on and you know get on with my life, and it's just been really hard. I never got to say goodbye. and. Well, let's talk to Gary, because I know you have some questions for Gary, and the original reason that you wrote in is you want to know how he's doing and if there's a way that you can say goodbye. Right. Okay. He's going, uh, my girl, my girl. He's showing me, he's like playing, it looks like he's playing Monopoly. He shows me like 10 different types of board games, and he's got board games. Really? All, yeah, he's sitting in, on, on the grass in heaven. It's beautiful, and he's got all these board and games board around. Board games. And he loved board games. Oh, really? Really? Well, he's doing that. <laughs> loved board games. We used to joke about it all the time about how lame we were because we'd rather stay in and play Scrabble or Monopoly than go out to the clubs on Friday night. Really? But he's right there. 
he wants to let you know it's oh, really him. I just got chills. Yeah, no, he, wants like to, he wants to let you know it's really him, and he says he really, really loves you. He says even being on being in heaven can't separate us. He says every day when he thinks of you, he thinks of the waterfalls. He goes, there's a, there's a time you guys saw some waterfalls. It was a special time, and you were right by. He shows me waterfalls, and he shows me his heaven is that waterfall. What does that mean? Oh, my gosh. What happened with waterfalls? That's where he proposed to me. At a waterfall. He just did a cartwheel. He's <laughs> being silly. <laughs> you know. Wow. Where did you guys get engaged? Oh my gosh. It was at Gooseberry Falls. Wow. I got, I got hot. Gary. Yeah. I got cold. I got chilled. <laughs> now he's being silly and he's like, he's showing me uh, horses. I hear. Really? Yeah, he's singing that song like the Long Ranger. He's real fun. Oh, my gosh. Does that, that mean, mean, does the horses mean anything at all? It was our first date at Canterbury. That's crazy. Oh, really? Oh my gosh. All, these ta- all these things he just wants you to know. It's really me. It's really me. He says he's with you all the time. You might feel a touch on your on your shoulder a lot because he just is, is right around you, puts his arm around you. And, uh, wow. He, he's definitely in, in heaven. He blows you a really big kiss, really big, giant kiss, and now he's gone. Thank you so much. Vicki, are you there? I am here. All right, let me tell your story about D.B. Cooper. Let me start, because there's a lot of people who don't know who D.B. Cooper is. Okay, so this is a guy who, in 1971, he got $200,000 ransom, jumped out of a Northwest Airlines flight, and despite hundreds of leads through the years, no conclusive evidence has ever surfaced regarding his true identity or his whereabouts, and the bulk of the money has never been recovered, even though they did find some in like 1978 or 80 or something like that. They found a parachute two years ago. They later determined that it was not his parachute, so they still don't know whether he lived, what happened to the money, who he was, where he is, whether he's dead or alive, because now we're talking it was almost 40 years ago. So why does this interest you, Vicki? My dad is wanted for criminal activity here in, well, between Oakland, California, Las Vegas, Nevada, and Minneapolis, St. Paul back in the early to late 60s. Okay, so... He was caught in 1971, was released on bail, and when he found out he was going to be doing a hard time, he... He disappeared when I was seven. Okay, oh so, so um, I was at work one day, and D.B. Cooper a couple years ago had come into light because they found something or something came up, or it was the anniversary, and his picture was on my desk on the newspaper, and a lady I work with walked by, and she goes, that looks like your dad. And then I started researching it, and something in the D.B. Cooper story stuck out with me that when he jumped on Thanksgiving Eve. Yes, it was Thanksgiving Eve in 1971, yeah. yes. Yeah, that... Who who could he be? Because nobody missed him. Nobody came forward and said, "Well, that could be my crazy uncle." You're right. Nobody. Oh. You nobody came forward. You're right. Nobody came forward and said, "Wow, that could be my crazy uncle, my brother, whatever." Okay. And my dad. And they said he had nothing to lose. Is what the FBI agent. When you jump out of a 727 jet airplane with yeah. a parachute in a rainstorm at night over a forest, you are desperate. You've got nothing to lose. Right. And he left, well, he disappeared from the Twin Cities area back in 1971, but a month prior to the jump. So all your life, you've kind of wondered whether it could have been your dad and where he... This is wild. Yeah? That is your dad. (gasps) Really? Yeah. 
I read it upside down, backwards, sideways for the last 15 minutes. I've just been thinking about this. Really? Yeah. He even, there was a similarity of the name, even. There was there was something where, you know, that's what I'm seeing. Even with the whatever name he used, the D.B. Cooper uh-huh. or whatever, there was something there okay. that was someone he knew. Where is he now? What happened to him? Did he make it out of the plane alive? Did he land alive? Is his body still out there? Did he escape with some of the money? How did he lose some he's of the money? He's still alive. He's still alive. He's in Hawaii. Shut up. No, how, how, old would your, how old would your dad be now? Uh, he was born in 27, so he was mid-40s when so he left. So he'd be like 83 by now. Yeah. yeah. He's still in the, He's in Hawaii. He, I think he liked boats a lot because I see for a long time after this, he just really wanted to have a boat. He, he liked boats, right? Yeah, he scuba dived. Okay. Oh, my gosh. And so, see? And so he, he took this money, what he what he had. He went, got a boat, and made money with his boat. But he did this in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. So my did he... sister always felt his presence. She, she lived in Hawaii. Oh, oh my God. really? He did this, see? Yeah. She said she would be on the beach and she'd look at a man about his age and just wonder if that was our father. Really? That I is wonder bizarre. if maybe he would kind of scope out you kids because he wanted to see you, but he didn't want you to see him. Did that happen, Gary? It, it happened, yeah. She, she even was around her dad two times. He just wanted to see you, so in her life. So, I mean, he's he's went to visit you twice and. You know, he just does this. He's a he's sort of like a, a little bit of a psycho, not psychopath, sociopath a bit, but he's like sort of a sub, idiot savant. He's a genius in some areas while he's insane in others. That's it's, what Secret Service told us, that he was very, very genius at what he did, mm-hmm. but yet he used everything for evil purpose. He had no good purpose. There's a lot of people, and not a lot right. of people, but some people who are really intelligent who decide to use that intelligence for... You could say evil rather than good. This is the guy. What was it like, Gary, when he jumped out? He jumped out. I mean, he lowered the back stairwell of a 727, like a Northwest Airlines 727. He jumped out into the rain. And how did he lose part of the money? How much money did he get away with of $200,000? I think most of it. You know, most of it. It feels like one little pack of it or something got ripped off. That's what it says. They found about $5,800 in $20 bills. But he he also almost ripped one ear off. So, I mean, it, 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 you know, he, some, a limb, a tree limb or something, tore, you know, got his ear and messed it up inside of his face. But he, nevertheless, he lived his life and uh, he's still alive. And um, I see him in a walk, hanging out. They got a young wife. Amazing. <laughs> so, oh, my gosh. You know, oh. you know, and made a living with boats. He, he bought one or two boats and then he went on from there. So he has a few boats and feels like he may even have one son now. So, Will yeah. Vicky ever see your dad? You might hear about it because he ended up having a lot of money, and it feels like at the end of his day, she'll get a call from an attorney. I know that sounds really, really crazy, but wow. yes, I mean, he's uh, he's sort of like insane and criminally insane, but there's a certain weird responsibility-like thing that he has where he still yep. cares. So it's, mm-hmm. there you are. If you want to find out more about wow. the story, go Whoa. online, go Google search. His name was D.B. Initials Cooper, and go like do a Google search or Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. There's tons of books and movies and like TV shows and things like that. It was on Unsolved Mysteries over and over. Vicki, thanks for sharing your story about what could be, who could have been your dad, okay? Tell us again, because I've forgotten the whole thing. We know from your text that Michelle is how old? Nine years old. And she has Rett syndrome. Correct. What is that? 
It's a neurogenetic disorder exclusively found in girls. It's often misdiagnosed as cerebral palsy or autism. They will be born normal like every other girl, hit their milestones. She and loves then hearing your voice in those headphones, by the way. between the ages of 6 and 18 months, they start to regress, lose their speaking, lose their ability to walk, lose their ability to find motor skills, gross motor skills. It's just a whole domino effect. And so, the, and so, and she claps. Oh, claps. That's she you can clap. hear it in the background. All the time, huh? All the time. Gary, you said that the clapping will start here. You said that the clapping is something spiritual? Right. Yeah. I, you know, you ever wondered why people hold their hands together to pray? To pray, yeah. You ever wondered why? Or, I mean, yeah, yeah no, yeah, I, don't, I don't know why. Yes, I, I would asked, wonder. I've asked lots of large audiences, you know, and I'd be doing shows and stuff. Why do people hold their hands together to pray? Uh, here's what happens. Uh, I figured this out. There's actually two sides of infinity. Infinity would be the energy that protects heaven. It keeps the demons out of heaven, and it's like the sideways eight, okay? Uh-huh, and, right. and so I can create the energy over the whole city of Vegas. There it goes. Feel how hot you got in your chest, and uh-huh. every, everybody else got hot at the same time. They can feel Cordelia, that. Cordelia, did you feel that? Yeah. There, see? Everybody got warm. Isn't that weird? And so, well, that's the energy that protects heaven. And see, that's the energy that's like coming to earth. That energy happens when two, when people put their two hands together. And every time I'm watching her and I'm seeing these sparks flying, I mean, in the spiritual dimension, I'm seeing these like sparkles and sparks flying spiritually in a dimly lit room. Her face would be going in and out and glowing like I do. You know, you've seen me in dim lit rooms where we oh, do sure. haunted houses and I change mm-hmm. and stuff, you know. And so but she's actually glowing when when she pl- puts her hands together. She's clapping over and over and over. Mm-hmm. I'm watching explosions of infinity all around the room. And then I looked and they kind of went out all around the city. And then I look bigger and they go all around the world. And so like many uh, kids who are autistic or, or, or some of the things like, you know, like Asperger's syndrome or whatever. And she's got this, this thing that not many people have. It's a little bit like that. See, she's actually up in the higher dimensions, sort of like an angel bringing light into the planet because enough of us don't meditate every day. Well, they call um, all the, the red smile when red you said angels. That. They call them red angels. Red yeah, angels. Cordelia, oh. I'm sorry. Uh, did you see the big smile right when you when said, you said that? angels? Yeah. yeah. Well, she said, well, no, I did. I, I was looking the other way. But you smile and said angels. That's cool. Are we communicating she, right now? Is that what's going on too? Oh, I'm commu- I'm looking up in the higher dimensions and talking to her up there right now. See, she's talking. See, she's yeah. making a noise. Well, that's what I noticed. Yeah. There was the, there was the talking, yeah. and yeah. the clapping would get louder and softer, louder and softer, faster and slower. Right. And and so as I as I talk to her up in the higher dimensions, she's responding down here in her body. That's the reason when she starts to talk. Will this ever change? Is this what Michelle is going to be like for the rest of her life? Or will this ever, will this ever change? As the planet gets brighter and brighter, and the planet is getting brighter and brighter, it, it will change. And so it has to do with the planet and her. So uh, it's a matter of people learning how to you know, bring in a lot of light and then show her that she can also be. See how she's changing right now as I'm waving mm-hmm. my hands? See her smiling and going through something? Interesting, right? She can see all the light coming out of my hand. To her, that's amusing. See, right now, she... Right here at the base of my skull... Is hot, right? throbbing. Yeah, that's her God cord. And see, I just cleared her body, her physical body. And see, she's changing. She's top clapping and she's looking around like, what is this all about? I'm pulling the dark energies out of her physical body and I'm allowing her big higher self now to slip into her body. This is some crazy-ish right now. I'm I'm just telling you. As you've seen this, this is is like really wild in person as she's doing... Okay, from the moment she walked in, it was Mm kind of hyper... Not hyper, hyper's not the word, but animated... And clapping and all of that, and now yeah. calm. Totally calm. Very calm. Yeah. Is What's this that? weird this for her? Is, is this different for yes. her? Yes. Yeah, totally different, right? And see, now I got her big, I got her big higher self. I got her big higher self that slipped into her body, and it feels really warm and good. And she's seeing the room very different now. 
Has she seen the little angels running around all over the place? Yeah, see those? Yeah, big smile and looking yeah. around. Isn't that cool? Yeah, so life is very different at this moment. Is that unusual for her to act this way right now? Yeah. Yeah, what's that She's like? She's like always on the go at home. She doesn't. She, and she always claps. Yeah, always clapping, and never sits clapping. still. For her to be stop clapping this long, this is like, can you do this forever? <laughs> well, you can. You can. I can teach you how. Come to my okay. workshop for free on Sunday. I'll show you how to do it. Okay. Yeah. And so I work with parents. It's just as important I work with you as her. Because, oh, and my so, God, but, the clapping is. Yeah, but look. No, no clapping. See, she slipped into her body, and she's happy in there. See her looking around the room? See, she hadn't looked around the room the whole time she's here. She's laughing and looking around the room like she can see the room for the first time the way we see it. And that's because her dominant higher self is down in her body now. And so from this point, she'll start to respond. A lot of times that she'll start to talk and she'll start to go back to being what you would call normal. I'm blown away. Right? I'm blown away Isn't right that crazy? What I'm, I, okay, I'm crazy? blown away with the no my favorite thing to do oh is my, God. my favorite thing to do is to work with autistic children. And I had a great opportunity. I appreciate the opportunity to work with her because I had never been able, I never had a shot to work with uh, this particular thing. Right. You know? And so look how she goes. Spiritually, is it similar to autism? Similar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because she's dominant up in. Yeah, I seen. Yeah, she's got. She's a big angel, big being up in the spiritual dimension. She does us all a favor every day and brings light into the planet. That's her job for God. That's wow. what she does. And now she's down in her body. See, different person here. Different oh, little person. And, and it's true because there she's are some days where the teacher has told me that she could be, kids could be driving her crazy. She could be all upset and miserable. Michelle will do that little smile or that little something, and they calm down. She, it, she just lights yeah. up and. You forget that you were mad. You forget about your worries. You're just like. Mm-hmm. Notice how hot yeah, your arms ma- are. Yeah. It, feel how you feel yes. that. Feel how hot and everybody's arms are. Okay. The? That's the amount of healing energy that's coming through her. And she makes now. me happy. Yeah. You can't She just help makes it. me happy. And well, Lauren has just been beaming. No, she's Lauren's like ready to have a baby right now. <laughs> Lauren. This is crazy. You're there. You're just with your well, mouth open. Right looking. when she started coming in, she's been clapping like yeah, nonstop. Yeah. And uh-huh. she hasn't clapped since you did that. Yeah, but right. I just honestly, I sense maternal all over Lauren. Just watching, oh. just watching Michelle. See now she's she's yawning and getting sleepy. Yeah, and that's because she's healing. See, she's going into see. See, does she usually yawn and get sleepy? She no, always, not always hyper, right? Yeah, she's been yawning for the last like three, four minutes. Yeah, see, she's now a little like sleepy, like healing. So she's yawning over and over. Yeah, and see, that's a healing energy as her body, her physical body, her physical brain is healing now. Now, so, question, because yeah. they're doing the research in, at Boston Children's Hospital with mice. They've been able to reverse it in mice. They're working on a study, an IGF-1 study right now with about 20 girls in the Boston area. Do you see it progressing to girls Outside of the Boston area, uh, uh, yes, and slower, but it's, sure. that's slow. You could straighten this out really quick. That's what I see. This All right. Is, well, you know what? Yeah. We can continue this off the air, but yeah. there, this is some of the most amazing stuff. I've, that, really? Honestly, yeah, and they crazy. Gary, in the years that we've known each other, this is the most amazing thing I've seen. Well, that's the reason One I love. Them. I love working with autistic children, Look at gifted her. children, Chilling. attention deficit disorder children, because they don't have any of that. They just got things going on spiritual, and I can sort it out. I can Seriously? fix it. Is this like her, Cordelia? No, this is not. This Chilling is... right now. Even in in the bed watching TV, she's constantly clapping, clapping, clapping. Touch, touch her lower back and feel how hot it is. Yeah. Crazy hot, right? Where are you going? Oh, no, she's coming up here to hang out with me. Yeah. Just she walked toward Gary and just kind of looked like, I, I mean, like she was going to go out. You know what I mean? Like her eyes kind of closed. And it was like, what? She loves her some Travis. There's no, no question like about sleepy. that. She no, loves. Yeah, she just yawned again. That um, is I love you. Look how bright your eyes are. better watch those strawberries. Look how bright your eyes are. I'll share them Guard your strawberries, strawberries. You can have them. Guard the strawberries, Spence. <laughs> yeah, she responded and thumped the strawberries when you said that and made a joke. Yeah, see? Too funny. Now she went from... Uh, <laughs> ah, she's going to steal the strawberries. Yeah.
Oh, yeah, she'll from still... not being aware, now she's very coherent. Notice she how is coherent. Just... See the difference? Mm-hmm. Very different. <laughs> very different. Oh, you're funny. Oh, there go the. Look she's at more, you. more than welcome. I wonder, to have this, them. I wonder if everybody on the radio is getting this the way we are. I just haven't suddenly realized we're doing a radio show. Now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know what, what do most of the folks want to know? You know, if there is a universal question or two, what do they want to know from you? Uh, they would. People want to know about their soulmate. I think people always, you know, people kind of ask questions like that. Like, and jobs, too, right? And, yes. and pay, and their money, and their yeah, their economy, and their soulmate. Absolutely. And, and sometimes, is the job more important than the soulmate? It absolutely is. Absolutely is. And especially, especially if it's a man, because he, he associates his job with having a soulmate. You know, men are really funny about their jobs. Very important to have, you know, their career. That defines who they are. But women are usually more about the soulmate. And then help. Somebody's physical health would be uh, would be probably third, and probably fourth would be their energy. These days, they want to know how they're what's going on with my energy. Can you clear my energy? Do I have demons? Can you help me get closer in touch with my angels? And see, when I when I get rid of people's demons, what happens is then they're automatically closer in touch with with their angels, and so their angels come rushing in, and it, it sort of works like that. You know, with being a healer or or being a spiritual person, you know, anywhere I can reach masses of people and I can talk to people and and help. That's what I'm always about. As you listen to this week's podcast, you may notice that there's a lot of things going on in all the other dimensions that affect people right here on Earth in the first dimension. That's a good reason to read my book. It talks about the ten dimensions and makes you understand what's really going on and how do you clear the dark energies out of your other dimensions. Very important because you want to bring all the best stuff that you can possibly bring down to the first dimension. That's all the light, all the angels, and all the spiritual gifts that you can possibly get from God. Really simple. This week thought is learn to allow not control the energy of allowing gives you the ability to receive spiritual gifts from above and always remember to ask your angels and ask god for a spiritual gift every day sometimes you may get one spiritual gift that you never thought of pretty soon you'll be able to see what they look like you may get a staff you may get a sword you may get a crown you may get a bag of money well whatever you get that means that's exactly what you need so ask for spiritual gifts. If you have a hard time meditating, there's a great meditation on my Facebook page. All the free meditations I do all the time. You guys can just check it out online as I learn how to get more spiritual gifts or get a particular gift that seems to help me out or that help other people that I read in private readings or spiritual retreats and seminars. I want to get these same spiritual gifts in your hands so you can use them to help yourself and help all the loved ones in your life too. See you next week. Follow me on Facebook.com forward slash Gary Spivey or Twitter.com forward slash Gary Spivey. Also, you can call me up for a private reading anytime, of course, 800-827-GARY. Or 24-7, you can call any of my gifted psychics. We're running a special $199. Get you 10 minutes of a psychic reading from any of my gifted psychics. And you can call us up at 800-217-5336. That number is 1-800-217-5336. And I'll see you next week. And I do appreciate you.